Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. Many have asked me in the past, why is it so important uh, that we have a strong constitution? Uh, Why is it so important that we have individual rights, which is what the constitution uh, gives us, uh, over rights of the whole? Um, and, and why is it so important to have justice? And I, I know it sounds like a weird question, but um, when, we have, when, when we have a government that does not provide justice, we don't have much of a society. And, and what do I mean by that? I don't mean you know no justice, no peace, or whatever. What, I, what I'm meaning by that is that when one of the government's jobs is to provide justice for those who deserve it. So that's why we see a judicial system, meaning that we have a system within our society, within our country, that provides justice. If, if, if somebody runs into my car with their car and damages my personal property, then there needs to be a system that allows me to then get what I deserve from that person who damaged my property. They may say, well, that's not my fault, or I'm not going to you know, give you that, or whatever. Then I need to have some sort of way to receive justice from, from those that did me wrong. And uh, the same may go if, if somebody injures me or, or whatever, uh, you know, takes a baseball bat to my leg or, or whatever. And I need to have the right to be able to get justice for what has been done wrong. If there is no system for me to receive justice within our society, then I'm going to then take into my own hands the ability to get justice. That's human nature. That's the way that it works. And when when I start to take into my own hands that ability to create justice, then again, we have no government system. We have no system in our society. We then have, an, we have anarchy. And so it is vitally important for a society to have a judicial system that dispenses justice. That's why you see the statues of of uh, in our judicial system, where you know the the lady is holding the scales, trying to decide you know what what's right, what's wrong, and then she's blindfolded in those. Why? Because justice is supposed to be blind. In other words, we don't see and, and don't favor one side or another. Um, that it's just simply who is to receive justice. And that's the key point. But when we have a system that doesn't do that, then we are in trouble. And I have, I, I have had, I've said on the podcast before that we are seeing a number of instances where ju- judges are not dispensing justice. Obvious types of things that should be just easy to, to rule in, in, in favor of, of the one who's been wronged, and yet they don't do it. Why? Well, in many cases, it's because of their political ideology or whatever the case may be, and they, they, want, they, they favor one side or another. They're, they're not blindfolded, and so they, they favor one side or another, and they want to dispense 
their own version of justice instead of what actual justice is. So I say all that uh, in order to get to uh, our, our point today. And, and, uh, and, and the question concerning us here is, can I be fired for praying? Well, some of you may know of the situation with uh, football coach Joe Kennedy. Uh, and he, he uh, was a football coach, uh, actually in the state of Washington, uh, where um, he was fired for praying. And let me get into this here. In January of 2019, um, the U.S. Supreme Court decided not to review Kennedy's case. But four of the justices sent a clear message. There's a real problem here that needs to be fixed. Although the court declined to reverse the decision at this time, in a statement filed by Justice Alito and joined by Justices Thomas, uh, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh, the justices explained that the court needs more information in order to resolve the matter. The four justices also added the Ninth Circuit uh, Circuit's understanding of free speech rights of public school teachers is troubling. <laughs> that it's troubling and may justify review in the future. So, let's look at the case here. And and I, I get um, I went went to get some of my information uh, from LibertyFirst.org and and other places. Uh, Liberty First is the uh, one of the law firms that is uh, taking on. Uh, the case for for Joe Kennedy, and uh, and so I went right directly to the source, and 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 some of this is, is from that. So uh, let's let's take a look at, at what uh, coaches uh, Coach Kennedy's situation is here. Kennedy was head coach for the Bremerton High School junior varsity football team and an assistant coach for the varsity team before he even coached his first game. This Marine Corps veteran turned football coach made a commitment to God that he would give thanks after every game, win or lose, for the opportunity to be a football coach and for his players. So after his first football game in 2008, Coach Kennedy waited until the players cleared the field and then took a knee and silently thanked God for his players. Coach Kennedy continued doing this every game for seven years. Now let me repeat that. Coach Kennedy continued doing this after every game for seven years and no students, coaches, or parents ever complained about it. In fact, it was a compliment. Get this. It was a compliment that started the problems. So the school district bans the prayer after receiving a compliment from a school administrator, believe it or not, about how they were grateful for Coach Kennedy's leadership and great exa- and the great example for the team through his prayers, Bremerton High School responded with a demand letter to the coach threatening his fundamental right to free speech and religious exercise. The Bremerton School District Superintendent uh, sent Kennedy an official letter from the school district telling him that he must stop praying after all games. Now, in response, First Liberty sent the school district a letter on October 14th of 2015, and it, in explaining that, that teachers and administrators 
do not lose their private rights to express their religious beliefs upon entering the schoolhouse. So just because Coach Kennedy was inside the football stadium or whatever, it doesn't mean that he loses his private rights to express his religious beliefs. Uh, you know, he, 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 he doesn't uh, lose them entering the schoolhouse. He doesn't enter, uh, lose them entering the, the football field. But uh, First Kennedy asked the school to make a religious accommodation uh, that would allow Coach Kennedy to take the 15 seconds after the game to take a knee and silently thank God for his team and when the players were not on the field. But the school district refused to give him the 15 seconds of silent prayer. So anyway, he, 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 he didn't you know, immediately sue any, anybody here. He, he basically went to his lawyers here at First Liberty. He, he, uh, they sent the, the school district a letter saying, hey, if you don't like this, then you, gotta, you have to be able to uh, make certain accommodations. They refused to do that. The school district said any um, uh, previous violations of their policy cannot be tolerated. Or, they ordered Coach Kennedy to stop praying after the game and then sent a letter to the coach announcing that he was suspended and may not participate in any capacity in the BHS football program activities. The district suspended Coach Kennedy the day before the final varsity football game of the season and refused to renew his contract, resulting in the termination of his coaching career. Now, <clears throat> Coach Kennedy filed a, a charge of religious discrimination at that point with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC. Again, the Bremerton School District uh, it, uh, was, uh, was the one that he filed it against. And in response, the EEOC issued a right-to-sue letter to Coach Kennedy and First Liberty Institute filed a lawsuit against the Breberton School District. So obviously what's happening is that you know, the lawsuits are flying, right? <laughs> okay. So a federal district court dismissed the lawsuit and First Liberty filed an appeal with the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Circuit issued a ruling against Coach Kennedy. This is the Ninth Circuit that is out of San Francisco there that, that covers the West Coast of the United States. The Ninth Circuit issued a ruling against Coach Kennedy, and the court argued that Kennedy's prayers were not protected by the Constitution because, according to the Ninth Circuit, Ninth Circuit Coach Kennedy was praying as a public employee rather than in his private personal capacity. Okay, so they're saying that because he was praying as a public employee and not in his private personal capacity, that he does not have that right to do so. The Supreme Court refused to hear the appeal, um, but but it, it gave hope, obviously, because at that time, uh, you know, we did not have uh, Amy Barrett on the court, and so it was a, it was a four-four split, and thus they did not take up the case, but they obviously the four were very troubled by what they saw there and said that they would uh, possibly do that in the future. Attorneys for First Liberty Institute and, 
and Kirkland and Ellis LLP filed a petition with the U.S. Supreme Court asking the court to reverse the Ninth Circuit's decision while the Supreme Court decided to not grant that appeal. Four justices, Alito, Thomas, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh, expressed serious concern with the Ninth decision. The justices state, quote, If this case were before us as an appeal within our mandatory jurisdiction, our clear obligation would be to vacate the decision below, unquote. So they obviously were saying this is a cut and dry case uh, if it comes to them in the right way. Quote, the Supreme Court seems to understand that banning all coaches from praying just because they can be seen is wrong and contradicts the Constitution, unquote. And this is a quote from uh, the president and CEO of First Liberty. With the latest ruling by the district court, we're now on our way back to the Ninth Circuit and possibly the U.S. Supreme Court to give the court another opportunity to protect the right of every American to engage in private religious expression, including praying in public, without the fear of getting fired, he said. Now, after the district court uh, again sided with the school district, the case returned to the Ninth Circuit Court on January of this year. So what happened? Well, the U.S. Supreme, uh, the, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit again held that the Bremerton School District can ban former coach Joe Kennedy from praying on the field after football games. A three-judge panel released the decision written by Judge Millen D. Smith Jr. on Thursday. Kennedy's attempts, he said, now this is quote, Kennedy's attempts, and I want you to listen closely here, okay? Quote, Kennedy's attempts to draw nationwide attention to this challenge to the district showed that he was not engaging in private prayer. Instead, he was engaging in public speech of an overtly religious nature while performing his job and duties, the judge wrote. Quote, the district tried to accommodate Kennedy, but that was spurned by Kennedy, insisting that he be allowed to pray immediately after the conclusion of each game, potentially surrounded by students. The panel held that the district court correctly grants sum- summary judgment to the district on Kennedy's free speech and free exercise claims, unquote. Okay, so what is the judge saying here? He's being ridiculous here, okay? So what he's saying is that because Kennedy went on to to um, that, that he went on to talk about this case in a, in a, in a public fashion. So obviously the case came about, lots of people were talking about it. They wanted to interview him. He's been interviewed even on national TV about it. And because of that, this was not a private thing. This was a public thing. Thus, he cannot do anything religious when it comes to that. And the, and the school district is, has the right to fire him. That's ridiculous. So, so if you've been wronged in any way, you can't talk about it. And, and or that proves that you you have a fraudulent case that's absolutely ridiculous there there is there is no separation of church and state in the constitution okay and you may you may say what are you talking about i've heard that there is a ser- separation of church and state and and how can you say there's no separation of church and state well there is a separation of the state interfering with the church 
Okay? So, in other words, if the coach wanted to play a football game, let's say, in the sanctuary of the First Christian Church of Bremerton during a Sunday service, let's say, well, he couldn't do so without their permission. He couldn't just simply go in and start playing a football game in the middle of, uh, of Sunday service church. Right, he he has no right. Even even if everybody said, "Well, this is the best thing for society," all right, that he has no right to do that, and 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 the the government can't come in and say, "Well, hey, Joe Kennedy has the right to play football in the middle of Sunday service," right? The church has its rights, and in other words, there is no separation of church and state. There is a separation of state interfering with church. The First Amendment says this, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free speech or exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. All right? So, what does that mean? That means that that the government cannot overstep it, its bounds when it comes to the church. Now, can can there be religious things within the government? Yes. Uh, Congress has a prayer every time that they open up their their sessions. That that is constitutional okay uh, Christians can can participate in government there is no there's nothing saying that we that we cannot all right so so there is no separation of church and state there is a separation of the state from the church now you may say you know he, he's he was still an employee of the government and he can't do that as an employee of the school district well that that's baloney uh, he, he was doing this on his own time, all right? He was not an employee at that time. He did not go out, you know, with, with uh, you know, third and seven, with, you know, with 433 left in the third quarter and start praying in the middle of the field, all right? He didn't do that. What he did, and, and, and he didn't gather his students around him, you know, at, at, on a timeout and said, guys, we got to pray now because we're in trouble, right? He, he didn't do that either. Now, he waited every time for the game to be over and the team was off the field and the crowd was dispersing all right he's no longer an employee i mean it, it, he 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 was the, the game was over people were going home the team is leaving the, the stadium all of this is happening and he walks out to center field and he takes a knee and he says a silent prayer for 15 seconds and he's done this for years and not one single complaint. He's on his own time, and you can say, "Well, you know, he, he's he's still he's still an employee, even even on his own time." Well, but that doesn't matter, okay? And and and, and let me give you an example. For instance, um, if you, if there's a a Christian uh, club on your high school campus, let's say, okay, and there's many uh, Christian clubs on high school campuses. Who leads that that club? It's got to be supervised. Who supervises it? It has to be supervised. And it has to be supervised by an adult. 
and who supervises it? Well, usually it is a teacher. A teacher is, is the one who supervises all the meetings there on campus, and 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 they they can't be the one that leads the whole thing as and and gives the the, the you know the whatever talk or whatever the, that the the club wants to do and so it has to be student led but it has to be supervised by a, a public employee a teacher and that's okay all right so when this gentleman on his own time goes out and does his own thing in the middle of the field that is okay, even if he hit, is employed as a coach. And you may say that you know he, he's an employee of the school district, and then he can be fired for doing anything that they that they choose, right? I mean, it's up to them who they hire and who they fire and for what reason, right? Well, that's wrong. That's not true. And he he could not be fired for being black, right? Uh, he could not be fired for being pregnant. I, I, know, I know guys can't get break. Well, maybe they can today. I don't know. But you can't be fired for certain things. And when it comes to teachers in particular, wow, there's a lot, a lot of things that you can't be fired for. But, but you, you can't be fired for anything that you want. All right. And one of those things is you can't be fired for your religion. I can't, I, I can't just go up and fire somebody if I'm, let's say, a, a superintendent or a, or a uh, principal of a, of a high school, let's say, and I can't just go up to a teacher and go, you know what, I don't like the guy's turban, I don't like his religion, I'm just going to fire him. That doesn't, it, it doesn't work that way. All right? For the court system to say that because people saw him praying means that he was showing off and not praying is absolutely ridiculous. To say that, that people might see him and feel compelled to pray with him is not, not a reason to take Coach Kennedy's rights away. You know, they, they, they can't say that, that because that, you know, he wasn't inside of his closet in his own home that he can't pray. So in other words, if you're a public employee, if you're, if you're getting money from the public in some way, public funds of some way, then you better not be seen praying. You better not be, you know, outside of your closet or outside of your room or whatever, whatever the case may be. If, if, if you're seen praying, bam, you're gone. You're fired. You're out of here. You know, if, if that would be the case, and then to compound their, their, their you know, their, their bigotry, um, these guys, um, you know, they've, they've been, they've said that, that, that they've been, he's been seen being interviewed on TV and that, because he's been interviewed on TV, that it's not a personal thing. That's that's completely unthinkable. I mean that that's that's hypocrisy at at its height. You know this is this is such a cut and dry case for the school district interfering in someone's constitutional and God given rights. That's not even funny. I mean the the, the government cannot force you to hide your faith. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, they're trying to force him to hide his faith. We don't, we don't do that to anybody else or any other religion, even. We do not ask people to hide their faith. Now, yes, there are, uh, there are res- restrictions on certain things, and and you know, time and place and manner 
type of restrictions to free speech and whatnot. But but to, to ask somebody to hide their faith and only do it in the privacy of their closet where nobody can see them is absolutely ridiculous. Now, Joe Kennedy spent more than 20 years defending our freedoms. Uh, it, it, it concluded here. Um, in the U.S., he, he, he did this in the U.S. Marine Corps. And sadly, the school district forced him to choose between his faith and the job he loves. Now the rights of millions of Americans, the very rights Coach fought for as a Marine, could be wiped away, said Mike Berry. And he's a, he's a counsel uh, for First Liberty. And we, quote, we hope the Ninth Circuit will end this blatant, ridiculous discrimination and protect religious freedom. And Well, you know, they didn't. Uh, the Ninth Circuit did not do that. And last Thursday, um, they, they rejected that. And it's, I, I, I don't understand. This is, this is blatantly cut and dry. And, and the Supreme Court better do, do better than, than that. Um, you know, they, they, I, I do not understand how we can have judges who can look at this with blind with a blindfold on and say that this isn't blatantly um, in, in, impeding on the rights of Coach Kennedy. So, to the question, can you be fired for praying? We'll soon see. And I encourage you to, to respond to this. You may agree, you may disagree. You can go on to our website, uh, uncommonsensepodcast.com. You can see uh, other episodes, our, our merchandise is there, blogs, all kinds of things. Uh, and, and of course, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you for listening.